All right, guys, it's about that time. Chris Brooks here with you on the Rebels 247 podcast, part of the 247 Sports Network, of course, with Inside the Rebels. Hope you're having a good morning wherever you are here on a Wednesday, Monday edition of the show. May the 18th. Where did that year go? May the 18th. Here on, I'm looking at the, national day stuff here before i get started and uh usually when i get the podcast started i used to prepare it you know i've done this now for several weeks and i prepared it and tried to have it scripted i'm not gonna do that anymore it's just not in my element that's not i just not that's just not the best way for me to do this stuff the best thing for me to do is walk in my home studio here go ahead and hit the record button and hey, let's see what's happening today. And uh, you never know what you're going to get. You could open up your computer. Let me click a couple of things here. See what maybe it's something good, something bad. It's um, oh yeah, great. There you go. Go um, have fun celebrating National HIV Vaccine Awareness Day. That's a real winner. Yeah, I didn't see that coming when I decided to do it like that. Those have you ever seen those commercials? They make um. It looks like get, having HIV and taking medication is like a like a vacation. You know what I'm talking about? Those commercials. It's it's so odd. It's so odd. But yeah, that's what it is today. It's also No Dirty Dishes Day, Visit Your Relatives Day, Cheese Souffle Day. That sounds terrible. Sounds awful. Um, but it's, it's it's Juice Slush Day. Hey, pick you pick which one you want. When you do these calendar day things, there's there's always something. You can find something in there. You can do the, the No Dirty Dishes Day or go visit your relatives. Whichever one of those floats your boat, you know, have a, have a good day. Regardless, make it, a, make it a good day today. Go play some golf, maybe. Get off work this afternoon, go play a little golf. Not a ton to get to today in the world of Ole Miss sporting events. As a matter of fact, like I'm going through the tabs on my computer. Okay, yeah, I could knock out Ole Miss for you today. And the only thing going on is uh, the men's golf teams playing in their NCAA regional. Had a pretty good day yesterday. I mean, that that's going on. But then you look for the rest of the week, tomorrow and Friday and Saturday. Um, the baseball weekend gets started a day early tomorrow with the Rebels hosting Texas A&M. We'll, we'll get into that. Uh, the Riley Maddox news, I have to get into that a little bit later. I hate that news, but we will get into it. But there's other stuff. I'm looking at the tabs on my computer, and for some reason, I have Rotten Tomatoes pulled up, and I'm checking the review rating for Top Gun Maverick. It's okay to be excited about that, isn't it? Like, I, I, I want my three kids to go watch this movie with me. When Jennifer and I got married, we're approaching 20 years. So like at the end of the summer, our anniversary is August 17th. It'll be 20 years. I got to think of something. I think I'm supposed to think of something big on that one. In 20 years, right? I have to do something good. When we got married and went down the road, let's, let's start having kids and all that. Like we really wanted boys and we got them, you know, prayed for that. I just, I wouldn't know what to do raising a little girl, but we got our three boys. And I think it's reasonable to expect those three boys to grow up very eager to want to join dad at the Top Gun sequel. 
they don't seem as excited about this as I am. Uh, it's a little bothersome to me. You know, the Connor, Caleb, Camo, they look at me with kind of dead eyes. I'm like, hey, can't wait, guys. Because we like to go to the movies. Mostly it's it's Marvel movies and things like that. But we like to go to the movies together. But whenever I brought up the Top Gun thing, I mean, it's like dead eyes. There's no excitement like I did. Why don't, why don't you and mom just go? That's It's a little disappointing. So I have to figure out a way to get these guys into that. But that is coming up here in a couple of weeks. I'll figure out a way to get them into it. But I mean, I can, I'm not going to break down Top Gun for you. One of the greatest movies of all time. And this sequel is going to be somehow. How does Tom Cruise look better now than he did then 35 years ago? But this man, somehow he looks better now than he did then. And I know some of it is, you know, the miracles of modern medicine. So this is not all natural, but still, even with that, I mean, there's the potential for that to go catastrophically bad when, when you go down that road. And his hasn't. So kudos to that fella. But, um, but yeah, we're about to reboot that thing again. Did you finally get the sequel to Top Gun? which we will be knocking out here in a couple of weeks. Did graduation last night for my oldest son. Had a great time there. Watched about 400 people walk at Northwest Rankin down at the Mississippi Coliseum. Haven't been down there in a bit. Uh, the guts of that thing's redone. But had a good day yesterday. The only thing that was bad, I didn't get to see the local Jackson Prep MRA game. And this is not an Ole Miss kid, but I will give this kid a shout out because he's, he's an awesome dude. Will Gibbs at Jackson Prep, for those of you in this area. Um, Ole Miss is not getting that one. I wish they would have, but I'm very happy for Willie's headed to Mississippi State, and they're getting what I think is the best pitcher in Mississippi. Set a new Jackson Prep single-season record yesterday for strikeouts in a year with 122, and they beat MRA in game one of their MAIS 6A state championship series. Uh, Will's terrific. Our, my kid plays travel ball with him the last couple of years. So I know him and his, and his dad, David, real well. Um, good people, but that kid is like state guy. They got in on him, and they did a good job on Will to get him in. Because Jackson Preps put out a ton of talent. So to be the single-season strikeout record holder is no small thing. And he set that yesterday. Second year in a row, he's actually struck out 100-plus. I think he's he's the only guy at, in prep history to do it twice. There's only been a couple of guys to get 100, period. He's done it two times now. But uh, I, he's going to have a great career at Mississippi State. Low 90s fastball, the last time I saw him pitch. I missed yesterday because of the graduation with my kids. Since 90 to 93 consistently already with just a nasty slider. Um, great demeanor, all those things. College coaches were slow on him because he's he doesn't fit the profile. Hey, let's we got to get a kid. He's 6'4. Can't pitch a lick, but this kid's big. Got to get on him. Uh, Will's 5'11, 185. He looks like he's built like a tank, though. 5'11, maybe 190. But uh, man, just arms electric. And ball just fires out of his hand. And uh, happy for him. But uh, but he was able to do that yesterday. And uh, happy for him, like I said. Just want to give him a quick shout-out. Jackson Prep people and MRA people, those of you that are listening, they have a big game, too, today at MRA. I will be there for that one. Um, Jackson Evers pitched for MRA yesterday, junior Ole Miss commit, which I brought it up so I could bring up the Ole Miss part of this. And, uh, you know, just it happens. 
not not his his best day. Jackson Prep jumped on him early, scored a bunch of runs, but that happens. If you pitch long enough, that's just going to happen. They got a 14 to 3 win in that one. Now, to kind of stay on the theme here with Jackson Prep and with baseball, I want to do a little recruiting here in a minute too. Riley Maddox, I saw the news yesterday. Haven't talked to anybody in in his family, but I just thoughts and prayers with him. Had Tommy John surgery yesterday. Looks like he's going to be out for this next season. And I think I mentioned this yesterday, the way that Hunter Elliott has kind of grown as the year has gone on. I think Riley was on that same track, not as a starter, but as long relief, you know, middle of the bullpen kind of guy. I think if he had had a chance to stay healthy, uh, he would have been really good coming down the stretch. You know, low to mid-90s fastball, change up, um, good breaking ball, control pitcher. You can't start SEC competition as a freshman without a few bumps in the road. I thought he and Hunter Elliott kind of weathered that earlier, and now Hunter Elliott's taken off. And I think Riley would have too, but I hate that for him that the elbow happened. But those guys usually come back overwhelmingly exactly as they were before or better. And if you know anything about that kid, his work ethic, uh, how hard he competes, I'd be shocked if he's not better when he comes back. And I get that question some. It's not any magical surgery or anything like that, but they've gotten so good at that surgery that tendon's going to come back just like it was. Whenever it was completely healthy, they're going to get it there. And what happens is, look, just anxiety and your nerves and you know fear of not being what you were, those guys just, they rehab to a level that when they do come back, which does take a year, um, you can, there's a surgery there too, not to get in the weeds of that, that it can be shorter, but typically you're going to have this year rehab. Those guys train so hard and work so hard to get back when they do get back in a game and uh, in a live setting, the tendon's fine, but they have strengthened their body and everything around their elbow to the point that it's better than it was before. And that's why often you'll see these guys come back and be a little bit better. And uh, hopefully that's the case with Riley Maddox. But thoughts and prayers to him and his dad, Jeff, and their family. And uh, anxious to see him come back. If it's end of next year, if it's 2024, whenever that is, it'll be good to see him back better than ever. But we have the A&M series coming up. And I'll probably save some of that for tomorrow. I might bring Jared on here in the morning. I try to do this quick 15 minutes with you guys every day. Not that there's always a ton to talk about, but just something. But I might do that. I had a chance to talk to him last night to get a few notes and to see what's going on, where they stack up for postseason. They just have to finish the way they've played the last, I guess now, two to three weeks. As long as they do that, um, you're not just talking about an SEC tournament team, but you're talking about an NCAA regional team. And if they get in there, there's, there's no telling what can happen. As long as they keep swinging it like they're swinging it, get some good pitching, you know, they could they can make some noise in the postseason. I do think this is fair. If you're hosting a regional, you don't want that Ole Miss team in it. Because those guys have been in the postseason before. They have that experience and all those things. You don't want to host a regional where that's your two or that's your three seed. And we'll see if that happens. 
Um, hopefully it does. But, yeah, that's definitely a team you don't want to run into in the postseason. doesn't mean they're going to win, and it doesn't guarantee success, but there's some potential there. Now, um, I'll knock out more on that tomorrow. All right, now in terms of the recruiting, uh, I don't want to say a ton, except I saw a few things pop up here just a minute ago. I'm going through Twitter like always, and I try to you know post some stuff from Twitter just for you guys. A lot of you, I know you're not on Twitter. So I try to put some of that up there just so you can see it because a lot of you, like I said, you don't want to scroll through Twitter and social media all the time. I'll put up things that I see that's relevant because I'm on there all the time, not just for Ole Miss, for high school sports also. And I'm on there a lot and I'm communicating with a lot of kids and, and just tracking down a lot of info. So if I see something good, I put it on. I ran across Jamarius Brown, big defensive end from Moss Point. He is going to commit Saturday after their spring game. My first thought there is, hey, what am I doing Saturday? Because I have not seen him. He's one of the few kids I didn't get a chance to, to lay eyes on firsthand last year as a junior. So maybe there's a chance I could get down there. I'm going to check it out. I don't know where he's leaning. And uh, he's one of those guys that's a little harder to get in touch with, at least it has been for me. So I don't have a strong connection there. I'll probably try to get in touch with one of the coaches at Moss Point to see if there's anything there. But uh, I don't know on his end where he's leaning. I know on the Ole Miss end, they love that kid and have worked him very hard. But I'll see if I can can work on that some for you today to get kind of a a general feeling on what he may do on Saturday. But he's going to lock up his recruiting on Saturday in terms of going ahead and making a commitment. So that's out there. Uh, the Jaden Rashada news, he ends up just you know, narrowing down his list of schools and as expected, Ole Miss is on there. And, you know, we'll see where that goes in the future. I, th- I think Ole Miss is – all right, th- let, me, let me be part fan here and part media guy for you. I do think Ole Miss is in a good position with him. Of course, the five-star quarterback. I think Ole Miss is in a really good position with him. Um, but in the NIL world, I'm always going to be skeptical on a kid that is that good, especially out of high school right now because I know how competitive that market has been the last year, just from what I hear. And the figures that are thrown around um, high school guys has has been much higher, much, much higher than it has been for the transfer portal guys. So there is an element, maybe that's fandom coming out. I don't know. That could just be common sense media person also. I I don't want to be a pessimist in coverage of this for you, but I do want to be a realist so that I'm not trying to lead you guys down a, you know, a path that gets your hopes up. Like with Dante Dowdell, I really thought it was reasonable that he was most likely going to Ole Miss, but I tried to couch even that to tell you, hey, it's not a done deal by any means. So I, I'm trying to be a realist going down this road. In this NIL world, it is just, it's hard to sign these premier high school guys. And there's a part of me that thinks his value will be such, there will be big time opportunities for it. And I'm not in his head to know exactly what's most important. I think the fact that Ole Miss is still working on him tells you that fit, coaches, system, all those things are at the top of his list. But still, you know, money's money. And it has the potential to change somebody's mind. So we'll see where that heads. But they're in a good place with him. And uh, I'll continue to tell you that until I hear otherwise. But other schools are too. So he narrows it down yesterday as expected. Didn't make it a... A, a commitment, but just narrowed it down. 
But other than that, you have all of these offers that are being thrown out there, which has been happening for several weeks. You know, I liken that to just kicking the tires on a bunch of these guys just to see, you know, where they are. Uh, most of them are 20, 24, 20, 25, even 26 guys. Occasionally, there's one that's that's more upcoming. You know, for instance, Jamarian Harkless, this big defensive tackle out of Kentucky. I noticed an offer sent out to him this morning. Okay, that's a guy that's going into his senior year, so it's more urgent. And he's not a big recruit in terms of recruiting rankings, but then you check his offer sheet, and I see this a lot this year. Guys, you look at their ranking, and it's it's not a lot. You know, three-star guys, but then you look at their offer list, and you would think this is a, a solid four-star type player. He has an impressive offer list. So we'll see if they're just trying to get in the game with him here late in the process for him. Or, you know, maybe there's a connection there. Our coach or somebody knows something. I'll see if I can find that out for you. But that's really it here on a Wednesday edition of the Rebels 247 podcast. Um, like I said, not a ton here in the middle of the week other than baseball right around the corner. But, uh, but again, thoughts and prayers with Riley Maddox. Man, I hope that elbow comes back better than ever for you. I do. And uh, really good family. I played at Jack's Prep last year, of course. But I'm anxious to see when he gets back on the ball and, and continues his oldest career. You guys have a great day. Enjoy it. Go see that Top Gun sequel in a couple of weeks. I think it's going to be good. But always enjoy doing this and always appreciate you guys listening. Have a great day, and we'll talk to you tomorrow.